0: Everyone, like are you talk here?
1: Into it. olive always leans right in the microphone like i'm <laughs> ready <laughs> oh of course she's hi. gonna start talking to it hi guys hey this is the Witches magic murder and mystery podcast i'm Kara. i'm megan this is olive how's your week been
0: it's been good it's gone by really quick because we've had a lot going on like kids stuff mm-hmm.
1: like olive School just had her month checkup
0: oh, guys i can't
1: what in the world? She's gained two pounds
0: and grew two inches. She's a good so girl. Cute. And she's doing six-month milestone things. The doctor was of like. Of course she is. Well, she's brilliant. She said, well, that's interesting. She's not supposed to do that until she's six months old. I was like, hmm mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Yes, she's my child. She's very, very advanced. She's great. Megan yeah. and I are very proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, her, her second mother is very pleased with her
0: progress. So she cracks up all the time. She's like, You and Megan really think that you're her mom's, right? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. What do you mean? We sure I think do. we are. We sure are. <laughs> sure are. She's okay.
0: One of her teachers started listening.
1: Hey, uh, oh. Fun. <laughs> her teacher's like, um, Do you have two moms? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on? Sure do. Well, <laughs> she does. <laughs>
0: um,
1: okay. The story I have today is a doozy. Yes, I already won care. I was like, not warned, but I was just like, "This is the weirdest story to me." Okay. It was sent in by How a you listener. Always,
0: you always find these. Oh, oh no, a listener crazy. actually yeah. sent us
1: this one. Her name's Megan. So automatically, the yeah, most
0: perfect name. Ever. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Here's her email. Not see. her email address. Just <laughs> what she wrote. <laughs> what if we did give people's emails? Everybody say hi. Hey Hi, friends. I'm a relatively new listener, and I love your podcast. I used to not be the biggest podcast fan in general, but your show really changed my mind. You're welcome. You guys do a great job. Thank you. You also do a great job listening. I'm really proud of you. You're such a good listener. I'm not sure if you're looking for stories to discuss. Always. always. But my aunt told me about the story of a murder case from our hometown in the 80s that I thought you might find interesting. Okay. Thank you and well wishes, Meg. Hey, Meg. Thanks. She said more, but I didn't want to read the rest of it and spoil anything. Mm-hmm. How's that Reese <laughs> I
0: stuffed it all in my mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, really good.
1: <laughs> okay, I had a hard time figuring out where to start with this one. Okay, but I think first mm-hmm. let's talk about sleepwalking.
0: Oh,
1: we've touched on this before. Mm-hmm. So, f- yep, sleepwalks, right? Yep.
0: a lot. Or she used to when she was real little. She hasn't so much anymore. Yeah, now that she maybe. She hit puberty, and she hasn't really as much now. Have you ever Squared.
1: sleep? slept, slept, slept. Walked? Walked? <laughs> Sleepwalked?
0: Yeah, I did. It was before I had Soph. I had really bad sun poisoning and had to go to the hospital, took yeah. some medication, and Soph's dad found me standing on the deck, just looking out into the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like... Whoa.
1: So we think that might have been, like... Medication-induced. Yeah. Used. yeah. yeah. That's I've it. never sleepwalk what in the world it has to be sleepwalked yeah okay i've never done the sleepwalking <laughs> <laughs> okay sleepwalking is a behavior disorder where a person is in a deep sleep and they start walking or performing complex behaviors while still mostly asleep
0: oh my god this reminds me of that girl is she on youtube or just facebook reels but she sleepwalks and it's the funniest thing. oh my god she what is her it spooky something i'm Selena. obsessed with her and, and she's Selena so something. funny she'll like she go do hilarious. Things the hilarious she'll bring stuff around
1: like she'll talk to the dog or like she, whatever critter it is she has. has like her like it's like a ring camera but yes. inside i'm sure that's just called a security <laughs> camera of some sort but it's like night vision so you yes. get these videos of her wandering around <laughs> her house and her husband knows not to wake her up so yeah he's just like there and he just sits and he's
0: like oh
1: my god and she'll like skirt around <laughs> it is the and funniest thing about it oh my god i think it's like selena spooky boo or something yeah. like that uh yeah you should look her up on the i TikTok. love her if i happen to remember i'll put it in the show notes but yes. you know me i don't always do that yeah okay so it's more common in children than in adults okay 29 percent of children and up to four percent of adults so it's really low oh. in adults. it's more likely if there's a family history of sleepwalking if a person is sleep deprived or if a person is prone to waking up a lot at night one random fact i learned that i had never thought about before and i thought it was so weird as of 2002, sleepwalking has not been detected in non-human primates. So not even like the ones like apes or gorillas that oh. we're kind of closely related to. It seems to only be a human phenomenon. Isn't that weird?
0: Oh.
1: I've never thought about it. But it's wild. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing, too, that animals can't sleepwalk, especially when you get through my episode here.
0: Do critters sleepwalk? Like mammals, like dolphins? Do no, they sleep sleep? only
1: humans Back in the 50s, they Uh thought that sleepwalking was simply a person acting out their dreams. Oh. And then by the late 60s, new studies landed on a new conclusion. Sleepwalking has very little to do with dreamings because it happens in that very deep sleep state where you don't even dream. Your REM stage? Well, past that. REM stage is when you're dreaming. You go the deepest. It's like stage three is when they say that it happens. This is when a person is their most oblivious during sleep. So, during a sleepwalking episode, the person is basically straddling the line between being asleep and being awake. Huh. That's what I call motherhood. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. When you encounter a sleepwalker, their eyes are often open but kind of vacant. They have, like, blank expressions on their face. Like, That's so scary. They look asleep. Yeah. But awake. Yeah. Ugh. They're usually minimally responsive. If they do respond, they're incoherent. Okay. They might be able to navigate their surroundings simply out of habit, but like they don't respond to any signals or messages from their environment. So during sleepwalking, the regions responsible for the coordination and integration of information, the cerebral cortex and the cerebrum, they show no activity. So those parts of your brain are like not happening, not working during sleepwalking. So basically a sleepwalker has no consciousness. They cannot actively make decisions about where to go or whether to hurt someone or escape. That's terrifying. But luckily, most sleepwalking episodes last a few seconds to half an hour with most lasting <laughs> half
0: an hour. That's a long time. But
1: that's rare. Like the average is about 10 minutes. OK. And then they either go back to bed on their own or they wake up wherever they are like confused. Yeah. The key thing is the sleepwalker never remembers what happened during the sleepwalking episode. Okay. They usually learn about it from other people, but they don't have memory of it because they're not conscious during Right. It. So I think that makes it a little tricky. Like, remember how I said it was only up to 4% of adults? Yeah. But if you think about it, adults often live alone. So there's nobody there to witness it if they sleepwalk. Yeah. So how would you know? Right. So it might be underreported. Right. All right. One other thing to remember, it's called sleepwalking, but walking isn't the only thing that people with this disorder do. Okay. They might run. They might do routine might stuff like put on clothes, move things around in their house, have sex. Sometimes they may even do more complex tasks like drive a vehicle. <gasps> no, 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 Or even okay. perform acts of violence. Oh, Can my you gosh. believe like a sleepwalker driving is the scariest thing I can imagine? Right. Especially now that my 16-year-old daughter is out there driving. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's go to spring of 1987.
0: <gasps> my birth year and month, probably.
1: Um, you're precious. <laughs> It was March, so you're right. Yeah. (laughs) You two's With or Without You is the number one song. Uh, With or Without You. Um, Beverly Hills Cop was the number one movie. Amazing. Ronald Reagan is president. Mm -hmm. But we're about to talk about Canada. So Martin Brian Mulroney was prime minister. 24-year-old Kenneth Parks lived in Pickering, Ontario with his wife and five-month-old daughter. Okay. Things were kind of rough for Ken at the time. He had a gambling problem, and he was having a lot of financial issues. Mm. Things had gotten so bad that he had stolen money from his job and used up the family savings. Ooh. He ended up getting fired from his job in March 1987. He started attending Gamblers Anonymous in May, and that's when he decided he needed to tell his in-laws the truth about his addiction. And he decided he was going to do this on May 24th, 1987. So two months later. March is when he lost his job, right? So he goes to sleep the night before, and then that night he gets up out of his bed in the early morning hours of May twenty fourth. So this was the night before he was going to go tell him, right? Okay. So it's the middle of the night. He gets out of his bed, right? Gets into his car, okay. Drives about fourteen miles, okay, to his in-laws' home in Scarborough, okay. He's their son-in-law, so he has a key to the house, so oh, he lets gosh. himself in. Once inside, he brings along a tire iron that he had brought with him. No. And bludgeons his mother in law to death. What? And then chokes his father in law into unconsciousness. Huh? Then Ken leaves the house, gets into his car, and drives straight to the police station. He's covered in blood. He seems really confused and he says, I think I've killed two people. Turns out he's wrong. He did kill his mother in law, but his father in law survived. Oh, God. Here's the thing about Ken Parks. He had a history of sleepwalking.
0: Oh, God.
1: So it had been on his conscience. So that's my next thing is like, well, what do you think of this? His defense is that he was sleepwalking the whole time. That he was just like so stressed that he couldn't stop.
0: How am I going to tell them? How am I going to tell them like this is going on in our lives?
1: So that's somewhere that deep it just, in like,
0: manifested into sleepwalking and killing.
1: I what? mean, I think it sounds like a. Fake story, like mm-hmm. when I was in when I was growing up, um, I had this really amazing teacher, Miss Turner. I don't know if she ever listens to this, but if anyone who knows Miss Turner listens to this, you tell her I think she's amazing. She was the gifted education teacher when okay. I was in elementary school. We would go to her room one day a week and we got to spend the whole day with her. And she came up with all these really cool things. And one of the things she would do would be like mock trials. Oh, fun! And so, like fifth or sixth grade, she would give yeah. you the case, and then she would assign like you're the defense attorney, you're the oh, cool uh, yeah. prosecutor, you're the judge. You're the witness. Some people be witnesses and stuff. And you had to figure out your defense or whatever. And to me, this sounds like one of those. Like, it's kind of an absurd case. Yeah. But it's for an elementary school class to, like, (laughs) argue. Yeah. So police obviously think he murdered his in-laws. And they think it's got something to do with the financial issues. Because he's having these extreme financial issues. He just lost his job. He's used up all his family savings. So they're like, we don't really know exactly what the motive is. Right. But it's got to be something to do with that. Yeah. And it could just even be the humiliation of it's just like family annihilators who kill their whole family because they don't want to face them. Right. So none of the motives really make any sense. And according to everyone, Ken had a really good relationship with his in laws, and like they knew about the financial issues, and they still had a good relationship. Like they were really supportive. They didn't know about the gambling addiction part, but he was gone. Like there was a reason that he was like, I need to tell my in laws about this. You know, Yeah, yeah. Ken insists he was asleep the whole time. He even says that he was asleep when he got to the police station and confessed. Oh, my god! So this seems like a really long, like, you, it was long enough that you drove yeah. 14-ish miles. Yeah. Got there. But studies show the
0: average is 30 minutes.
1: They said a few seconds up to 30 minutes, with most being about 10 minutes.
0: But also, you would think that if she fought back in the least bit, that would have woken him up. You
1: would just think bludgeoning a person to death would wake them up. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the act of it. Yeah. Ken Parks is charged with second-degree murder in the death of his mother-in-law, 42-year-old Barbara Woods. This goes to trial. He's also charged in the attempted murder of his father-in-law. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all Mm -hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, Uh T Y. M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now. With products from $59.99 to top-of-the-line straighteners, each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Kara and I received a couple of the products. Oh my we gosh, so exciting. We got a so and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCA anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it.
0: Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally... Curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm -hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild, like curls left over. The wind power on this thing is
1: Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind.
0: So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30%
1: off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. They took a look at his brain activity and he had some abnormal EEG readings. Okay. There's scientific proof that there's some sort of neurological issue here because of these EEG readings. Hmm. Plus, Ken did have a confirmed history of sleepwalking and a family history of sleepwalking. Oh. Five neurological experts confirmed that Ken was sleepwalking at the time of the attack. He went through more than seven interviews, and his story was always the same. It stayed completely consistent, even though they were like trying really hard to throw him off. Right, His story was consistent the whole time. And... The timing of the events matched up with Ken's explanation of how everything went down. Oh. So, like, it all made sense. It seems to be scientifically backed up. I mean, what do you do? Right. In the end, the jury deliberated for nine hours.
0: Gosh. And they
1: decided he was not responsible for his actions. They found him not guilty. And I, at first, was just amazed by this. But then I thought, I don't know, of course, very much about the legal system in Canada. Right. But I assume it's the same as here, where it's like, You have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And I mean, this whole sleepwalking thing is proved enough to be reasonable doubt for sure. Not only that, they found him not guilty because they're like, you were sleepwalking. You're not responsible for what you did. Also, you're not going to go to any sort of mental health facility because sleepwalking isn't a mental health disorder. Right, right. It's like a neurological. So he just gets to walk out of the courthouse a free man. That's it. There's nothing else. Obviously, it goes through several appeals all the way up to the Supreme Court, but they always uphold the verdict. Wow. And so, this was for the murder charge, the second-degree murder. He was also charged with the attempted murder of his father-in-law. But from the what I could read, that never went to trial. And I think it's because, well, they dropped if you could not so, prove yeah. this mother-in-law, the murder part, then you're yeah. not going to hold him responsible right. here either. There was nothing new. Right. Because from what I could tell, this trial was specifically for the murder charge.
0: Okay. Well, the story would have been the same.
1: Uh, that's exactly. So yeah. why, why bother? And plus, they may be hanging on to that because it's like if some evidence does come up in the future, then they'd be able to try it. Yeah. So Ken was put on some type of medication and he's never sleepwalked again. Oh. Or if he has, it hasn't been reported. Now, homicidal sleepwalking is a thing. It's a thing. This is not the only case of it. So oh, my gosh. This is the one that Megan sent to us, obviously. But then I have. Some others that I found. In March of 1846, 22-year-old Albert J. Terrell went to trial for the murder of his mistress, 21-year-old Marianne Bickford. Her body had been found in October of 1845 in a boarding house in the Beacon Hill neighborhood of Boston. She was on her back wearing a nightgown, nearly decapitated. They had cut through her throat so badly. There was a bloody razor blade at the foot of the bed, and someone had tried to set the bed on fire like the room was filled with smoke her hair was singed her oh my skin gosh. was charred a witness had seen albert with marianne earlier that night and another witness saw him bargaining with a stablekeeper, saying he was in a scrape and he had to get away oh
0: my gosh
1: now albert and mary had been carrying on a not so secret affair for quite a while okay. they traveled together as man and wife and they would change their names when they went different places Oh, and apparently their relationship was pretty volatile Mary told someone once that she liked fighting with Albert because they had, quote, such a good time making up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Then in September of 1845, Albert was indicted on charges of adultery. So I guess this is back when you could still be arrested for that. And he he posted bond and rushed back to Mary. And then she's found dead a few weeks later. Oh, man. So when this goes to trial, his attorney, Rufus Rufus or Chody, not sure. Says that Albert was a chronic sleepwalker, and if he'd killed Mary, it must have been while he was sleepwalking and was therefore unaware of his own actions, so he couldn't be held responsible. Here's a random side note I saw in an article that I just have to tell you. This attorney, Rufus, apparently is known for having said the longest sentence known to man. Stop it. 1,219 words.
0: Run on sentence. I was
1: going to take the time to look it up, but I just didn't have the time. But one of these days, we got to look up what this longest sentence ever spoken was.
0: That'll be an episode in itself. Yeah, no
1: kidding. There's a lot of really gross stuff that happens during this trial. Mainly, the defense suggests that maybe Mary died by suicide. Like maybe she slit her own throat and set her hair on fire. Mm -hmm. Set the bed on fire after she slit her own throat, clearly. Mm -hmm. And that Albert Terrell had been a really good, upstanding dude until he met Mary.
0: She brought him down.
1: Women are the source of all evil. Remember how Eve gave Adam the the apple apple? and Lilith wouldn't obey. Quote, she for a long time had him (laughs) spellbound by her depraved and lascivious arts.
0: Oh,
1: wow. I like a t-shirt that says depraved and and lascivious. lascivious." (laughs) Yes. I just, I'm so tired of men. Not taking responsibility for their oh, own right. actions. actions. If we can find a way to blame it on a woman, let's do, do that. It. Let's do that. They can't be held responsible. <laughs> um, it's the Victorian age when women were not allowed to be sexual at all. Mm. So destroying Mary's character went over real well oh, with right. the jury. Right, right, right. They deliberated for two hours and they came back with a verdict. Not guilty. Oh, of course. And also, after it was all over... Albert sent his lawyer a letter saying, you should give me back half of what I paid you because it was too easy for you to convince them I was innocent. <gasps> you didn't have to work that hard. Sir, <laughs> what is wrong what? with it? In March 1961, in Northern Ireland, 20-year-old George Brady mm. gave a ride to a young woman named Josephine Fitzsimmons. Oh. And she was later found dead, strangled under a hedge. Uh Braddy was interviewed and asked about some scratches on his neck. And here's what he said. I had some terrible feeling and then some sort of blackness. Just with that, I took one look at her, caught her, threw her right over the back of the seat into the back. I caught her with my two hands and then I didn't mean to do what really happened. Nothing like that happened until last night. I apologize for what happened. I don't think it would have happened, only that terrible feeling came over me at the time. I don't really know what caused it at all. (sighs) His defense offered three options not guilty due to being in a sleepwalking state caused by some sort of epilepsy. Okay. That his mental condition was so impaired that he didn't have the capacity to have the necessary intent for murder. Okay. Or three, that he was insane. The judge rejected the first two options, so he didn't even offer those to the jury, which left the jury. With only the option of he's either guilty or he's insane. Yeah. And they're looking at him and they're just like, you're not insane. Right. So he's found guilty. Oh, okay. Now he appealed this. And when it went to appeal, they said that the judge had been wrong to not allow the first two options. Oh. And that the sleepwalking thing in particular should have been allowed as a defense option to the jury. Okay, I couldn't find much more about what happened with the appeals here. But I also found an article saying that George Braddy was found Dead hanged in his cell in 1964 so i guess he died before it could go to trial again also in 1961 sergeant willis boshiers was an american stationed in britain while his wife and children were in scotland he strangled and killed a young woman on new year's day in essex oh her name was Jean constable and they had been out all night celebrating the new year he confessed, saying that he'd been asleep. And then when he woke up and realized what had happened, he panicked and got <gasps> rid of the body. According to Bashir's, he kind of remembered some things, but he oh, thought he dear. was dreaming. Mm-hmm. And then he woke up and he was like, oh my God, it's all real. It all happened. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Their jury deliberated for two hours and found him not guilty. Oh, yeah. Okay. This next one makes me absolutely insane. Okay. In 1981, in Scottsdale, Arizona, Steven Steinberg stabbed his wife 26 times <gasps> oh. with a kitchen knife while she cried out for her children. Oh, God. Which are also his children, by the way. Yeah. At first, he tried to blame it on a home invasion, but finally admitted to killing her, but said he'd been sleepwalking the whole time. Hmm. Not only that, but the sleepwalking had been caused by all the stress he was under because his wife wouldn't stop nagging him for money. So it's all her fault.
0: Oh, you see? she
1: had to go. Yeah. How can we blame this on a woman? Right. His attorney said he was not guilty by reason of insanity. An expert witness, a psychiatrist, testified that Stephen had been in the grip of a dissociative reaction when he murdered his wife, and he couldn't have been aware of what he was doing.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And the jury found him not guilty <gasps> by reason of temporary insanity.
0: Temporary insanity.
1: And because of that, because it's temporary, they didn't require him to go to a mental health hospital. So just like Ken Parks, he just walks out free. <sighs> In 2008, Brian Thomas strangled his wife of 40 years, Christine, while she slept. Thomas had suffered from night terrors for about 50 years without ever being treated. So his whole life, it sounds like. He said that he was having a nightmare about someone breaking into the camper van they were sleeping in, and he had murdered her during this nightmare. Brian had always had sleep issues like sleepwalking and other sleep disorders. And when they were at home, Brian and Christina usually slept in separate rooms because of this. But they were in a camper van this time, so they were sleeping in the same bed. He called 999, which is their version of 911, just as soon as he realized what he'd done. Friends and family said that Brian and Christine were a loving couple. They had just booked a cruise to celebrate their 40th wedding anniversary. Everybody said they were happy. There was no reason for him to murder her. Oh, my gosh. Tests confirmed that Brian did suffer from night terrors. He was found not guilty. Oh, my gosh. So what do you think? I think, I mean, it's definitely a
0: possibility, but like, how out of it do you have to be that this person's screaming and probably fighting back
1: somehow? I know. And that doesn't wake you up? The whole thing of what a complex task it would be. Yeah. Is what gets me. Because always. they say not to wake up a sleepwalker. Mm-hmm. So. Because they're so unpredictable. Yeah.
0: So does that just enrage them more? I don't know. Is there a sleep still?
1: I think it is the weirdest thing. And it seems almost if a person is up for murder and their defense is sleepwalking, it's almost like, ah, that could go either way. 50-50. Who 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 knows? knows? It's really scary, too. That's wild. Because if it's true that people can actually commit murder while they're sleepwalking, Mm -hmm. that is terrifying. Yeah. Because they don't even need a motive. Right. Ken Parks had no motive. Right. He was so stressed, right? And it sounds like this Brian with the Christine. He also had no motive, right? They didn't want to kill who they killed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: allegedly. allegedly. Okay, so that's the story of homicidal sleepwalking.
0: Ooh, that's scary. Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, we love you so much. Goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> she said, said "I gotta out. say goodbye too."